Slice Audio. Season 3, baby. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! It's real simple. You're gonna have to work. It's gonna take a long time. It's gonna be hard as f. You're gonna have to have an open mind. You're gonna have to be used to getting kicked in the balls because that's how you're gonna spend most of your life. You're gonna have to grit it out. You're gonna have to fight. You're gonna have to argue. You're gonna have to be uncomfortable. You're gonna have to say no a whole fucking lot. Like, dude, you're going to have to have a chip on your shoulder. You're going to have to be willing to say fuck you to a whole lot of people. Like, what this takes is beyond what the internet comprehends. That's real talk. Yeah. Ain't, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth being a Vikings fan? 0-3, baby. Um, it's the worst case scenario for us right now. Vikings Water Cooler Talk Week 4 with Stitch, BJ, and Mike, Matt, Mike Onahay. There we go. I can't. Yeah. You know what? I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I just don't know how I. Oh, and three. And I don't it feels kind of free. I don't. I'm not mad. I'm not sad. I'm just kind of just like, whatever. You know what I mean? Because we put so much effort and passion and, and, and thoughts and, and we feel a certain way. And then we just end up being disappointed. But I'm not going to allow it to affect my mood anymore. I can't. You know what I mean? Because I can't, no. I can't, yeah, I can't break TVs like stupid people do on the internet when their team loses. And I'm definitely not going to send death threats or racist remarks to players. Wow! You know, because I'm better than that, and we're better than that. Oh yeah! And our oh. team is better than zero and three. Yeah. And that's how I'm going to start the show. I agree with you. I I think it's wild to look at that game and uh, and, and just like. One, I I, I don't remember who who had that pick almost. It's uh, a Caleb Evans. Uh, yeah, he almost had that pick, and it's fine. Like, look, there's a reason you're on defense. You don't got good hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was it the old Madden used to say that all the time? Yeah, right. Oh, that must be why he's on defense. You know, whatever. Ha ha. And so it's like, okay, but really, off his hands, off of his helmet. And then right in like to the catch radius, yeah, yeah, of a of a of the receiver into the end zone, really. And, and to be Come honest on. with you, he made a good play on the ball. Like yeah. that should go our way, right? That should at least okay, at least gone to the ground, right? Not to the damn end zone. Hands of it the was end zone. Third and seventeen, two plays before that. Yeah, and so I mean, yep. anyway, so you got that. Then the last play of the game that sealed the game. When 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 the Chargers coach handed us the game on the stupid fourth and one call, yeah. and handed us the game because he's a dumb coach, handed us the game, and he should have been fired. Even today. the refs tried to hand us this game on a few calls that I was like, Ooh. yeah, they did, <laughs> they did on a couple fumbles, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. yeah bro, Alexander Madison's fumble where they called the play, you know, the play dead, yeah, yeah supposedly, supposedly, yeah. Uh, thank you for that, yeah. Um, uh, but even on that last play, really, through the hands, bop, bop, bing, ding, couple of hands, bop, into the hands of somebody else, of the other team. Are you freaking kidding me? Not to mention letting 35 seconds go off the clock before the ball's Yeah, hiked. but, I, and I, here, we could go back. Let's let's do that. Okay, there's a lot of stuff you can go back and forth on this game. But I, I get it. Game time decision, and it's easy to go back. And 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 2020 vision. Sit there and analyze the last 
how do you make that play better situation? And I get it. But in that situation, there is ways you could do it better. He could run up and clock it. Why didn't could he? Have, I don't know. But I'm just saying, what if, let's play that out. He goes up, makes that pass, boom, we catch him on their heels. It's a touchdown. We were inches, or not even inches, split. I mean, literally, he had that, but it was right there. I mean, even if it was an incomplete pass, I looked, there were seven seconds left on the clock. If he if that would have went through the hands and hit the ground, there would have been six seven seconds left. We on had one no more play. Yeah, it would have had there another could have been play. a lot more time. Yeah, <laughs> right. I agree, but not much more because even by the time they got up there and clocked it, you still would have only got two plays out of that. Yeah. So well, better uh, than there wouldn't have been better much than difference. A, better than a just a rush play trying to throw the ball on a hitch route in the red yeah. zone. I think our, I think ultimately our red zone play calls that whole game has been trash. It's yeah, been trash the whole game, like we or the whole three games. And Matt, I'm sorry if we keep talking. We'll let you chime in here shortly. We apologize, but we, our red zone offense has been absolutely abysmal during this three game stretch here, and that's the reason why we've lost these, and turnovers, of course. But it's the reason why we've lost these three games. They're so close. Um you know, we last year obviously eleven and zero besides the playoff loss, uh, and this year we are zero and three in these one score losses. They're just not working out for us like they have previously. And I thought with our defense being a little bit better that we wouldn't be in these one score games. Now we've played the Chargers, which is you know a playoff team, I guess possibly. And then you have know. the Eagles, a Super Bowl player team from last year. And then what the Bucks was the only game that was kind of like ugh. You know, but they played the Eagles okay last night until they didn't. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, Matt. What do you think? What's your thoughts here, Bud? Go ahead. <clears throat> so yeah, I like to. I'm going to start at the beginning of this game. Um, Kevin O'Connell is starting to. He's starting to annoy me a little bit with his play calling. The play calling in this game, not just on the red zone, was pretty abysmal in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we start off the game running seven times in a row, and I understand that you need to get the run going, but like you still have the number one wide receiver out there, and he didn't catch a pass for the whole first quarter. Like that's that's asinine. Like you you have to get these plays going, um, and you should have play action after you run it seven times in a row. Um, the interior line again just awful it's it's ed ingram goodbye i don't want to see you on this team anymore i don't even understand why he's still playing or why is he i don't know i I don't get it risner should be playing next week i would hope or this sunday um but yeah no the i think kevin o'connell the one thing i did just like i said annoys me about him is he gets too cute like you don't have to be cute with this offense. This offense is very, very good. Like, uh, Kirk Cousins is still number one QB for the whole, you know, for these three games up to now. Yep. Um, and you don't have to be cute. We don't need to run the ball. And and how many times are we going to let Alexander Madison almost, you know, drop the ball every time, literally and figuratively? Yeah. You know, it's just... Like, let's get JJ involved earlier. Um, and it, look at what Miami did. They threw to Tyree Kill. <laughs> like, that's what they do. And then once they're up big, then you can start running. 
and then I don't care. But like, don't start well, the game well, off well, with well, well. seven. Here runs. we, Matt. I'm gonna, always, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you just a little bit, and the reason why is because we would like to run the football. That's we, you know, that's just something you should do in the NFL no, because yeah, you you do it a little bit, and he, you don't he, do it seven times in a row. I know, but like, we ran the ball. Way better than we have all year, but again, it's against the thirty-second ranked defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. but we—he wanted to set the tone earlier, so I can understand that. But I agree too, like seven times in a row. But like, if you're running and he's getting five, six yards a carry, I mean, why not go with it? And because you might, he might break one. So yeah, but if you look at this Chargers team, like the worst part of it. Isn't their run defense? It's their, it's pass, their defense. pass defense. Well, guess who came to play was their pass defense. Well, I, I, I felt like we should have had way more yards against this pass defense, and for whatever no, reason, because we were running all the time. <laughs> True, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I thought we would. Put, I thought Kirk would have a heyday, and he kind of did. But I thought he would. It would be with ease, you know. But he struggled a little bit, and of course, we, you know. The interior offensive line, like you said. I mean, I don't understand. There's things that bother me about Kirk, too. It's just like, dude, you know you're going to get hit in two to three seconds. Why are you standing in one spot? Throw the ball or move around. And he did a little bit, but there was a couple of plays on those sacks where he could have moved, at least moved up in the pocket or sideways or something, and he just fucking stood there. What are you Not, doing? I, yeah, that that's another thing, but that's also play calling. Like, if you're going to run it that many times, when you call a play, get him on to bootleg. Like, I didn't see, like, I don't even remember a bootleg play, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, get him outside of that pocket. That pocket is a disaster. Yeah, I get know? him it's, on side where Darso, you know, because yeah. blo- he can block on the edge. Well, so, And I think I said the same thing to, to Stitch on Monday when I came into work here. I said, I think what cracks me up about the play calling is, what are the obvious every if we know it as fans and water cool leaners? Yeah. Um. Uh. Then you know the other teams know it. NFL people know it. You know what I mean? They're paid to know this stuff. This <laughs> right. is not a, a millions hey, of dollars. This is not a this is not a drill, kids. We know the weakest link on the Vikings is their old line <laughs> and their running back. Their Chargers like, knew and, it, and they know that, and they came after us every and, single time. And so. What do we do? Is it, what do we do as play calls? Allow them to take advantage of that by allowing Kirk to just step back and stand yeah. there. And it's like and allow. And why are we calling deep pass? Oh, it's third and four. Okay, let's call a play that takes for fucking ever to develop. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like what you know. And I feel and I don't know. And this is where okay. And now take myself out of what I'm trying to say here. I don't know if it's Kirk Cousins or if it's the play. I'm in this situation blaming the play calling because I feel like a lot of times Kirk Cousins is back there reading, 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 and I'm like, I feel like Kirk would have thrown the ball because I've watched him throw into tighter coverage. I've watched him put the ball in really good spots. I've watched him throw that football in amazing area. You know what I mean? With great accuracy. I don't feel like he's scared to throw the ball, but yet he's sitting there like, I can't, I can't, there's nobody, there's nobody, and then sat. He's indecisive. He is very indecisive with the football right now. But but I feel like they're calling that play like... The problem I have with Kirk Cousins in in those situations, too, he never throws the ball away. I'm just like, just throw it away. Yeah. Like then, you know, like live to play another down. 
I just, I, I, it's frustrating. Um, and maybe it's because KOC is a second year coach. Uh, he doesn't really have a mentor to call like, you know, Mike Zimmer did for a little bit. <laughs> well, you'd think the the defensive coordinator, well, well I can't, I think of his Brian name. Flores. Flores. Well, I mean, because he's been head coach and maybe they're both a little immature in that aspect, but you'd think he'd be like, hey, man, in those situations, like they, you, maybe, maybe coaching's not like that, but you think they would get together and be like, hey, dude, I've noticed sometimes when you're doing I'm these sure things. They do. You should do this. You I'm should do sure that. I'm sure they do. You know. Yeah, I'm he's, sure they he's do. He's got too. a good staff, man. I think like we just haven't been lucky this year, and we're on three because of it. One, and I think I agree with you 100 percent on the not being lucky because just like I started off saying, a bending, but the the bouncing of the ball literally landing in people's hands. This game was a perfect example of that. Um, sure, we've we've had the ball stripped from our hands. The okay, look, our running backs fumbling the ball uh you know i get that he sucks or whatever right okay but i would have never thought somebody could reach in and rip the ball out of tj hawkinson's hand yeah that was a big one too i never out of anybody on the team i would have thought that's the least likely person to get a ball ripped out of his arms and that literally happened on the first drive. He catches the ball, turns, and the defender reached up in there and just said, Grabbed it. Yeah, and I've noticed a lot of with – What is that? I've noticed that, that TJ does that a lot because he – if you've noticed him, he's always he's always doing sit routes. Like he's, he's not running corner routes. He's not running out routes. He's running like where he goes 10 yards and sits in the zone yeah, he sits in the zone and then know. he grabs the ball and immediately turns to expect to get hit so he has his head down and he's not protecting the ball where in a sense cuz you know he had two chargers run right on him so he turns and then that guy just literally got right up underneath his arm it's because of how he was holding the ball like this Mm-hmm. And, and then they just got up underneath it and just but ripped it out. I guess, you, you don't see that happening. But I guess in my mind, I thought that was a good way to hold the ball. And maybe that's my lack of – it felt like he had an arm below and above the ball, like a – you know what I mean? Right. Like what? I'm like, in my mind, in my uneducated football mind – how much better, you know? I, well, I don't it's know. just the fact that he's turning around and having his head down, expecting to get hit when he should be at least aware of who's coming, and then be able to pr- move the ball and protect it. <laughs> yeah, he's not holding it like high and tight. You know, yeah. they yeah. teach you that in football, high and tight, to yeah. the chest. You but know, I don't know. So. I, it just kind of blew my mind. I'm like, damn, even him. Turnovers, seven fumbles within three games is ridiculous and not should not be a thing um koc said that, that they're gonna continue to work on that and they're like he sounded pretty pissed off i'd be pissed off if i was a coach oh and three that's not how you expect yeah. to start the season when you knew that this year you could play for a championship what you know what definitely I mean? not with this offense no. no i mean this offense looks good it does right. it does and i think our defense looks really good too so here's like you know here's one thing that i think is a positive i you look at this dumb shit that we're going through, the the fumbles, the balls bouncing not our way, uh, all that crap, uh, the, the stupid clock play management, calling, yeah. the clock management, all that dumb stuff. I would much rather lose these three games week one, two, and three than week 14, 15, 16. You know what I mean? Like, go through those lumps. Even though, yes, it would be nice to have a good, better record. Yeah. It would be nice. Everybody's, man, I'm going to tell you, people are jumping off bridges. People are changing jerseys, burning flags. I mean, like, freaking out because we're 0-3. Fire the coach. You know what I mean? It's like, holy crap. But it's like, holy, 
We're we are still three games in on a 17-game season. Anything can happen. Just seconds. Hold on. And it's like, I feel like we are, we are. these are little things that I feel like professionals can can cure can fix, and correct yeah. and yeah. fix. Now, we are not the Bears, and we are not yeah. the damn Broncos. No. Who it's like, that looks like a damn dumpster, dumpster fire. fire. Yeah, yeah. I love that. You look I at, hate Sean Payton with you look passion. At, yeah, you look at those teams, and you're like, oof. Like, that's not comfortable to watch. Um, whatever's going on with the Bears, their defensive coordinator stepping away, and then FBI raiding his house, yeah. and all that—that's not comfortable. No, you, you look at the Broncos and Sean Payton. Nobody likes him, especially if you're a Vikings fan. And so, but still, you, I like Russell Wilson. And then you watch that that game and how bad that was. And the Dolphins even saying, "Like, dude, we had second, third, we had, like people off the bench, like." Uh, you know, equipment manager was in there with pads. Not really, but I mean like, you know, and getting touchdowns and it's like, Oh my gosh, like what, how much more off the gas you want us to be, you know, and still be respectful for the game. And it's like 70 points, bro. And so it's like, we're not that we're putting up a fight. Yes. We're losing. We clean up a couple of things and honestly, we're a dangerous team. And so, (laughs) yeah, I mean, no, like I agree with you. And like, I have talked to Vikings fans, you know, like, co-workers i have and things like that and it's like this team is good enough to to be with almost all the teams in the league i would say um but yeah i mean luck can't you can't always blame it on luck though either um Mm -hmm. there's just some fundamental things like play calling has not been great uh, you, you know, it's just those things that they just have to shore up. Yeah, and they and the, like Brandon said, they those are things that we still have time to get yeah. fixed. We still have time to get fixed. Um, and our and like our the middle of our schedule gets a little bit more winnable. You know what I mean? So, I yeah, we have like, the zero and three Panthers. Also, another thing that I noticed about our schedule, which I didn't notice when we first initially looked at the schedule when it was released, we don't have two games at home in a row. Until fucking oh, I, November. I didn't know that, but I guess I didn't talk about it. Yeah. Um. So that's a tough deal. But we're going to Charlotte against zero and three. We don't know if Bryce Young's going to play. I mean, that should be a win for us. We are definitely better than the Panthers, <laughs> right? I, th- I think I would rather have Bryce Young play. To be honest, Andy right. Dalton looked better than him. Yeah, Andy Dalton yeah. kind of always picks us apart too. He did that against the, when he played with the Cowboys. Yeah. And then, of course, you got your Super Bowl champions coming into in, into into U.S. Bank Stadium, which they haven't looked that great. They just played no. the Bears. They I mean, looked so swifter they looked last fun. week. Yeah, they look way swifty. You know what I mean? Like, come on. I'm just saying that the Chiefs aren't. They're beatable. They yeah, are the beatable. Chiefs are beatable. I agree. And then, okay, look. So if we win those two games, now the chances of us beating the Chiefs pretty slim. But, no, but I'm just Honestly, saying we can beat them. Yeah, I think I we're think a good it's enough possible. team if we play a clean game. We beat, we win those two games. We are at two and three. Then and we're in, we're at Chicago. Like Alexander Madison doesn't play, and we play the Chiefs. And... <laughs> then we got the Bears. So now we're back to 500 after uh-huh. Week Six. All right, yeah. 49ers, rough. Okay, probably That's lose that game. <laughs> That's a toughie. Three and four. We should beat the Packers. They're not great. They got lucky against Derek Carr and the Saints because Derek Carr got hit and hurt at the halftime, right? So the Packers were able to come back because they had no offense afterwards. We should beat the Packers. The Falcons are a decent team, but we are better. We are better. We should win that game. I'm just saying we have a chance. The Saints' defense is great. 
So we, I mean, they that would be mm-hmm. a good game to watch. And then you got the Broncos, and then the Bears. Then we have our bye week. Mm-hmm. Finally rest up. Raiders mm. win that game. The Bengals look like trash. They barely won last night. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, I don't know either. That could be a Man, winnable Joe game. Joe Burrow, is, he's still injured. Because yep. they were talking about him might not play this week. Well, Dude, and it's, it's very possible. And who that, knows by week 15 if he's either A, recovered and doing way better, or re-injured and not playing. You know what I mean? I'm who just, knows by week 15? I'm just saying it's very possible, and this is just my optimism, and I'm sure a lot of people will laugh at me that we're 0-3 and think that we can bust off five to six or seven wins in a row. But it's ba- based on that schedule, why couldn't we? And if we you know, win seven games in a row... We're at seven and three, well, and we're back in the mix. You know well, what yeah, I mean? Well, that's what I guess. That's the plus side. Like I was saying the other day in your office, Stitch was, you know, you're looking at okay, obvious. This sounds weird to say, but obvious L's are not obvious, but probably Kansas City, the Niners, maybe Saints. Probably, I mean, that's a game, right? We yeah. might be able to, but let's say so. Maybe three L's. And then you got the Bengals, who knows, right? We could win, you know. I don't know, right? Nobody so, knows. I mean, it, so it's a tall task Maybe ahead. you've got three more L's at the by the end of the year. So maybe we have six losses by the end of the year? Nine and six. Maybe, maybe we're nine and six. Maybe we're ten and four. Maybe we get one of those. Or well, it'd be oh, ten and six. Or, ten and or, six. or whatever, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ten and six. But, then, but Which, all, all ten we got to do is actually. win our division. You know what seven. I mean? Like it's it's not like we got to. We're not going to win our division now. At this point, we won't. Um, but we can still Why? play for a. I mean, it's possible, but I doubt it. Who's um, going to beat us? <laughs> the Packers <laughs> or the Lions? Frick them! Uh, but I'm, it's a tall task, and us as Vikings fans, we have to hold out hope in something, right? We can't just set the everything on fire because we lost three games in a row. Only 2% of teams have made the playoffs after 0-3. And I can also hear another argument. It's like, why would we want to try to play for a wild card when we're just going to lose in the first or second round anyways? But who knows? Look at the Giants. You remember the Giants? They yeah, that was a long time ago, though. I know, but they were a wild card team when they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> they were. They were, but they had a way better defense. I <sighs> think it's wild because you look at all the teams this year. What what are the most dangerous teams right now? The 49ers. Miami. Miami, San Francisco, Dallas is still, even though they lost to the Cardinals, but the yeah. Cardinals are obviously way better than we had even I don't, thought yeah, they were. No, I mean, they, they're playing like, like, I was like, they're tanking for Dude, sure. Dude, you, know you know what that is? That's the difference between coaching. Yeah. They have the same roster as last year, basically, minus a few people and, and had some newcomers come in. But Their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Who Josh Dobbs has never been good ever. Played for yeah, you know what? You know what He's they never been given a do, chance. In my opinion, he played for Pittsburgh is, a little bit. Uh, when Kyler Murray comes back, I mean, obviously they're going to keep Kyler Murray because he's their number one pick. But they should trade Josh Dobbs to the Jets. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, also, we should stop the speculation that Kirk Cousins is going anywhere this year. He's not going to be traded. I know a lot of people are talking about it. That 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 could be a thing that's not happening. That will happen. Let's stop that bus. You brought it up. I was going to bring it up. But you brought it up. All right. It's a reality. That might happen. No. no. I don't want it well, to. Well, he's got to pick where he goes for I think, one. I think, does he? And it, Does yes. he have a no-trade clause? Yes. He's got a no-trade clause, yeah. Which is handy. But, at okay, let's, let's hold on. Let's be real here. 
You're Kirk Cousins. You wanted, you've said multiple times you want to be a Viking. You are good friends with Justin Jefferson, we think. We don't really know. Uh, you think you're good friends with Kevin O'Connell. You think he likes being in Minnesota. I think he really does genuinely like being here in Minnesota. I say here like as if we're there, but we're not. And um, I think he does. But at the same token, he gets hit constantly. They've done nothing to upgrade that line. They've done nothing to help him out on that line or anything. Do you think ever in his mind, he goes, you know what? Frick this. If somebody calls and it's a team of worthiness, maybe not the Jets, possibly though. And, uh, and he's like, you know what? Maybe I will. Where's that money at? Where are you at? Well, you know it, I mean? it definitely would not be the Jets. I, I keep hearing that Jets, and um, it's not. I don't not think it'd be them either. They can't afford Aaron Rodgers' contract and his contract. Right, and why would he want to go back to, behind a, another really bad offensive line? So. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I agree. That's the other thing is I don't think also, I don't think the Jets would do that because they've got Aaron Rodgers for two years. Am I not mistaken? Yeah. I get it. Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Aaron Rodgers may not come back. Aaron Rodgers brought over whatever, but they still got him for two years. So why would they go sign somebody like a Kirk Cousins knowing that, okay, now what the hell are we going to do at the end of the year? They're trying to win. But um, I know. Yeah, he's not getting traded. They still got got a shit at the end of the year, you know. He'll be our quarterback through the end of the year. And I also wouldn't be surprised if we sign him for another year next year. But we'll see. Uh, I would be on that one. I, I think he's probably done after this year, but. Um, I think it kind of all just depends on what happens and who's available, where we're at. You know uh, what I mean? But we'll, yeah, I mean, if we go on some magical run or something, you know, then then I'll revisit it. Well, but, and like going back to the possibility of us stringing some wins, you know, and, and, and you know, making this a season. Say that happens. I mean, those people. I know that those players in that locker room want nothing more than to win football games. Kirk Cousins oh, wants yeah. to win. JJ wants to win. Those guys want to win, and they're feeling just as bad as we are as fans that they're zero three. There's not one person in that locker room that's like, "Oh yeah, we don't give a shit." There's not no. one. That's not no. the that's not the the environment of this team. That's not the organization's style. They have more pride than they could probably even gather up. So I mean, I think that gives me hope. And I believe in KOC. I believe in Kirk. And I think that we could do it. We could, I mean, we could defy the odds. Only 2% teams have ever made the playoffs. I think we can do it. I think, but at the same time, I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> like, here it is. No, like, no. and it, if for some reason we lose next week, then the ship's over. Yeah, and then, it's done. And then we might as well, you know, and I don't like saying this, but you might as well just lose all the games and get a really high draft pick because that's been the problem with Minnesota for so long. They've just never been bad, bad, you know? Yeah. We've and always we've been mediocre, never top mediocrity. Picks, you know? Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's a tough. Deal. I think, I think the problem with the quarterback situation in Kirk cousins is if they don't keep him around, what's the other option? And then they screwed up not signing Justin Jefferson. Yep. What's going to keep him around? And I don't mean it. I can't believe. I they don't mean it as in like a team. What's just? Why is Justin Jefferson going to want to stay? Yeah. <clears throat> so I've I've heard both these arguments. Um, 
and I disagree with both of them. I'm sorry, Brent, but uh, no, I no, so, man, no, yeah. So uh, with the quarterback situation, um, <clears throat> I everybody's so afraid in Minnesota to get another quarterback like Christian Ponder. So they're like, you know, because Kirk Cousins is probably one of our best quarterbacks since like Fran Tarkenton, right? Yeah. Like, um, but you have to try to go out and get these guys anyways, these newer quarterbacks, because that's what frees up money. That's what gets you offensive line, defensive line, that type of thing. And then with the Justin Jefferson thing, Jefferson, in my mind, and everything that I've seen him do, he's not a diva for one. He wants to win 100%. Um, and what's going to stop him from staying here if they're like, hey, you know, we're, we're going to get you a mobile quarterback, you know, somebody that can throw you down, throw down the ball to you quite a bit. Um, I, I don't see they're going to pay Justin Jefferson. He'll be the face of the franchise until they can find that quarterback for him. Yeah, I guess I, and this is where my, and this is where my, uh, uh, not lack of knowledge in the next draft comes in. And I don't know, it, it, we would, none of us would probably know this. And how do we feel about Jaron Hall? How do we feel about, you know, those kinds of things? Because that's what our current stock is. And then how do we feel about, cause let's say we end the year eight and eight, don't make playoffs. And we go into the we go into the draft. Here we are, mediocre again. Decent picks, nothing great. Can't get a great quarterback, so we can't get the one right. We can't go in and top five quarterback it right because we, we we're too good for that. But we weren't shitty enough, and damn it. And so then here we are. We don't got Kirk Cousins no more because we got rid of him, but we didn't get picks for him. You know. Um. So then all of a sudden, what? That's that. I guess that's the scenario I'm kind of talking about, like where then all of a sudden, what we bring in this other dude and we're just kind of gambling on him, and it's like shit. I hope he's good, and then Justin Jefferson's like, this is the this is the motherfucker that's going to be tossing me a ball. I mean, those are all what if scenarios, but yeah, every team goes through it too. Yeah, yeah, and you got to look at next year's draft too. I mean. There's so many good quarterbacks that are going to yeah, be coming it's, it's out next definitely year. A, it's like one of the best quarterback draft classes that have come out in the last like 20 years. Well, that's yeah. good like, to know. Yeah, and I didn't, yeah. and I'm not aware of that. Uh, I mean, I've heard murmurs of that, but I don't yeah. actually know that. Uh, Caleb Williams from USC will be the hands down number one quarterback taken off the board. But what we should be looking at is like if we end up not doing really well for the rest of this year is like the UNC quarterback who's a big time player. Or like player. Sanders kid from Colorado. No. He's looked really good. No. It'd be cool. No. Stop it. But what? he's looked good. No. I don't know what the, the, did, like. He the, didn't look great in that dismal against, hey, Oregon's good though. Well, Oregon is a very Okay, good well at the same time, you know, if you're good then you should be good. And he's had what he didn't play this is the first time he's played in a uh, D1 school. You know what I mean? Like, this is the first time he's had any yeah. type of competition. I mean, he beat TCU. TCU was ranked. Yeah, but I mean, Nebraska's not great, but they're getting better. Yeah. I don't know. We're I don't know. All I'm saying is, is I just, uh, I, I'm down for drafting a good quarterback of our future. I hate that we're talking sit, about that. To in sit week behind, four. 
to sit behind somebody like a Kirk Cousins or somebody like that. Well, that was another re- reason but, why I said I wouldn't be surprised if we signed him for one more year. Say we go on a run a little yeah. bit, you know, then we can still draft a decent somebody. And, yeah, it's a I little early to talk about it right now. It like, really if is. We lose, if we lose next week, then we can talk about it We more, should just cut this, play, uh, this podcast off, too. <laughs> no, <laughs> but absolutely not. But the thing that the, what's uh, – I think what's crazy is how much better our defense is with what everybody would say lesser players, right? We got rid of our key players, Eric Kendricks. He didn't play. Yeah, He's hurt. I, I think it's crazy how many people are dogging on Quasey a little bit, in, in, and they're dogging on our coach a little bit more so Quasey on some of his decisions, and look at how that's all panned out. You know what I mean? You've got Eric Kendricks has been kind of injured. He didn't play. That would have happened to us. Um, but how good our defense has been doing, bringing in that defensive coordinator. It's, the, it's just it's amazing how much – I wish we would have had this dude last year. I, we, um, we, we look better, but we're not still not good. We're no, not we're good at all. Way, no, way and better. the thing with, like, Brian Flores that kind of annoyed me yet, uh, last week too – is that like Keenan Allen is just crushing us, dude? He had you know, over two hundred yards maybe, uh, receiving. Double cover that guy. I don't know. Well, he plays <laughs> a lot of man coverage in 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 his blitz schemes, and then or busts out into zone. and And Keenan Allen had that out route all day long. I don't know. I saw that like five or six times all day long because they're playing off man. Mm-hmm. And he's just yeah. All he has to do is okay, ten yards. I'm going to go ahead and turn this way. Oh, the ball's right there. Cool, thanks. Yep. Yeah, I did <laughs> notice that. And, yeah, and I, and I know Keenan's good, coverage. and I love Keenan Allen as a player. I do, um, but I was just like, you got to figure something out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and that was another thing too. I mean, let's give some credit to the Chargers' offensive line because I mean, I don't, oh, Herbert played out of his mind as we, well. We couldn't get the we couldn't get any pressure at all. To Justin, I think we got one sack, maybe, maybe. No, and, he's getting the ball out quick to Keenan Allen. Yeah, I mean that's how. That, well, maybe Kirk Cousins should look at that. I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, know. Even when we still, started though. throwing to Addison, it the you know that was kind of the our he's kind of our Keenan Allen. You know, he's fast he's, enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, also uh, talking about our defense, going back to just a bright spot. Fucking Ivan Pace Jr. Man. Yeah. Leading, yeah, no, leading the great. team in tackles, yeah, and the undrafted, undrafted, and mm-hmm. is just blowing up plays. So I mean, he's doing great, um, but I think we need a vocal leader on the defensive side because Harrison's kind of just a quiet guy, and kind of roams. And I mean, obviously, but he's getting older. Daniel's leading the league in sacks, or he's second in the league in sacks right now. That's <laughs> look what happens. Who's the defensive yeah. coordinator that we had last year? Ed Donatello kept putting that dude in coverage. Put his hands down, and he can go get somebody. But he's second or leading the league in sacks. Yeah, yeah. We need Davenport back too. Like you know, that's been kind of a disappointment so far because he's been injured. Because Wanham is a backup. Like he's not a starter. Yeah. Um, Also. I love how people were hating on Josh Metellus, but that kid is flying all over the field, man. Oh, yeah. He's been playing great. Yeah. 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 Big fan of his. Big fan of his. And even our young corners, man. Blackman's playing okay. I mean, we're all right. That's we're still I'm giving saying. up a shit ton of yards, but, I mean, we're a lot better than we were, we're last not, year, I would I'm think. I'm not saying we're going to go out and shut down people. What I'm saying is, is our defense, I have a lot more faith in when somebody lines up on a fourth down. Yeah. Uh, last year, I'm like, I oh, 
why don't teams go for it on fourth downs on us last year? Yeah. Every time. Fourth and it doesn't matter what. Yeah. (laughs) Because this this team is going to keep fighting, and I think we're going to. We we should be all right, but you know it is zero three and it sucks and I hate it, but it is what it is. So let's look on to the Panthers. I mean, we should win that game. Yeah, Adam Thielen coming home. Oh, no, we're, we're going, going Adam him. Thielen, but he yeah. had a good game last year or last yeah. week with uh, Mister Old Red Rifle. Yeah, Red he Rifle. Did. Um, and I'll be very sad if he just rips us apart. He probably so. will. He probably wants to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the weather should be decent in Charlotte, right? So I mean. I don't know. The, their defense is okay. It's not bad. The Panthers' defense, but um, should be an interesting game. But it's a game that we sh- we should win if we want any, you know, if we want to make a push. If yeah. We, if we don't, like Matt said, we might as well just chalk it up. Chalk it up, man. Yeah. <sighs> should we do our yeah. picks? Boy, I did. Uh, speaking of picks, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think even know why. Did good in this, so. I mean, I, I I made some um, I made some strides, but it was still pretty rough. Boy, I tell you what, I you look, boy. I don't even know why I filled mine out last week. <laughs> Might as well just ACDC that thing. It was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, I I think I went from first to worst. It was horrible. What did I? I don't even know how to tell what I did last week, but I. You go. You click on our groups, and then you click on Vikings Water Cooler Talk. But it's Matt. Oh. Matt's winning twenty-seven to twenty, something like that. And yeah, you're like twenty-six, twenty-two. But dude, I I did so bad last week. It wasn't even funny. Like it was just bad. But anyway, yeah, it was good times last week. Good, yeah, times. good times. Yeah, great good times. times. Good yeah. times. <laughs> I think I got about half of mine right. So yeah. Well, that's way better than me. We don't know what we're doing. That's why we but lean on the water cooler. First week, what do you got? Lions at the Fudge Packers or Green Bay Packers. Oh, man. See, I don't know about this game. I went Lions. I, I don't know either. It depends on if love is back. But, again, Wait, I don't is, pick the Green Bay Packers, so I will go Lions. I'm going to go Packers because they're home and I need to gain some games. Was love guys. hurt? Yeah, was love hurt? Matt? Oh, no, he wasn't. Never mind. Oh. I was thinking the other oh, quarterback. You okay. freaked on. me yeah. out there for that a second. That he played against. I got to pull mind. up my stuff. It's taken forever. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go Packers on that game. Okay. I went Lions just to be different. Um, Falcons at the Jaguars. I can't believe the Jaguars lost to the Texans. What the hell uh, happened there? The Texans always have the Jaguars number for some reason. I don't know why. They just always do. Well, do you think this is a get-right game for the Jaguars? Because their offense does not look as good as it did last year. That's for sure. I, Trevor I mean, Lawrence doesn't look Jaguars. that good. Um, they're at home. I think it probably will be a get-right game. Okay, I'm gonna I go pick Jags. As I'm well. gonna go with Jags as well. Dolphins at the Bills. Kind of sneaky, tough pick ooh, here. That's a ooh, kind of a toughie. Three and zero Dolphins. Two and one Bills. Who really the the Bills? Put it on uh, whoever the heck they played last week. They did. They put it on them. I still feel like the Bills are going to struggle this year, so that's the only reason why I'm going to pick the Dolphins. But, I mean, a part of me, my gut is telling me to pick the Bills. I'm picking the Bills. I think think coming off a win that high in Miami might slow them down a little bit. I hope not because I have all the players. 
So that's just a crazy score. I'm picking Dolphins because I feel like everybody's well rested. Okay. Half their team didn't have to play the second half. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going to go with the Bills. <clears throat> I want the Bills to win. Does that make a difference? No. I, like, I actually would prefer Josh Allen. Uh, the, Dolphins, the Bills are at home, too. So. Also, I do want to throw that out there that the Dolphins did have an opportunity to set the single game record for most points in a game, didn't. but decided not to. I don't know. I think that's classy, um, but... Mm-hmm. Part of me feels nah, like you just go for it. I was like, I, I, just I, might as well do it, man. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, next one: Donkeys at the Bears. Broncos Ooh, at the is, Bears. This is the toilet bowl of the early season. Well, yeah, I'm still taking Denver. Justin Fields is garbage. There, that whole team is in shambles, man. Yeah, what so. is happening, man? It's is this like a get said, right it's... game for the Broncos? Then, like, ugh. no, they're bad too. But so, do you think this game will be like? 20 to 19 or like 17 to 16 so who knows it could be it could be like 60 to 40 or something yeah right they just look amazing <laughs> just joking. No, I both no teams idea. just look amazing I, I don't want to pick i don't want to pick the score in this game to be honest uh, okay so you're going broncos where are you going brandon yeah. broncos i need uh god fine broncos but i don't know i mean the bears might pull it out you know what i mean justin fields just goes off running um, next game, Baltimore at the Browns. This is a tough game, too, because the Ravens, man, they just lost a tough one to the Colts at home. Yeah. And the Browns' defense is playing really well. Deshaun Watson still kind of getting his stuff together, Mustache but looks a lot magic. better. Looks a lot yeah. better. Um, taking the Ravens. I took Ravens as well. The Browns did look a lot better this week, and I didn't pick them because they looked like crap the week before. Uh, but I still think the Ravens should. They should win this game. Yeah, they're the, they should be the better team here. So. Should be. Um, man, yeah, I guess I'll go Ravens. I guess. Hmm. 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 Uh, Bengals at Titans. Jeez, these are tough. Yeah. This is a tough yeah, one. these are all. Well, no, that one's that one. I think the Bengals do win. So. Yeah, the Titans are bad. Titans are up and down. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I picked Bengals with the right to change, just like uh, earlier with the other game, but with the Dolphins and Buffalo Bills. But Bengals and Titans. Um, I went Bengals, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, L.A. Rams at the Colts. I'll pick the Rams. Yeah. I mean, if if Anthony Richards was playing, I'd probably still pick the Colts, but I'm gonna well, go. he should play. He was just in concussion protocol last week. Really? So, yeah. Well, so he should play. And this they week. just and they and they have a really good defense. I went Colts. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just <laughs> trying to be wild over here. All right. I mean, the you know the Colts just beat the Ravens and the Rams are good, but. I don't know. Yeah, you they're know not I mean? that like, good. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Ugh, the Colts going three and one with a new coach. I'm gonna go with Colts. I might okay. go Rams then. Just I'm kidding. the only one different in that one. Good. Yep. Buccaneers. Uh, Baker me a cake at the New Orleans Saints. Oh man, uh, that all depends on Derek Carr. To be honest, it kind of um, does. But James Winston. Labrum. Jay, no, it's a it's a AC joint. 
something. It's labrum. A, like sprain, probably. Yeah, it's a sprain. Labrum. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and – because Jameis Winston, if he does play, playing against his former team, you know what I mean? That's And I'm going to go with the Saints defense on this one at home. So Yeah, mm. I'm still going Saints. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Oh, that's where I went to. Washington at the Kegels. This was terrible because I picked the Commanders last week. (laughs) Me too. And, you know, to be honest with you, like, they had opportunities to beat the Bills. But then, like, Sam Howell threw four interceptions in the red zone. Yeah, he played bad. That was so – they had opportunities, man. I kind of thought they were going to sneak that one out and then knew. I didn't get to watch it, but I seen the highlights. Yeah. Or would you call them lowlights? Because, like, early on in the game, they had opportunities to gain momentum and, like, take an early lead against the Bills, and then it just went all went to shit. Uh, so, Eagles. Uh, next game, uh, the game of the week. Everybody's going to be watching this match off of the Vikings and Panthers. <laughs> Look, 92% yeah. picked us. 92%, baby. Let, do the go. teams that are defeated the most. We'll go ahead and take the Vikings. Vikings there. all yeah. day, baby. Yeah. Skull Nation. Um, we got Pittsburgh Squealers at the Houston Texans. Oh man. Uh Texans look good, dude. With that defense. Yeah, CJ Stroud looks very good. Uh, looks and, legit. And Tank Dell and uh, uh Nico Collins, man, coming out of nowhere. I think I'm gonna go with the Texans in that game. Because the Steelers uh, are not good. <laughs> I don't think I thought they're, that they were going to have a better not, year. But I'm still going to go with the Steelers. I, yeah, I yeah. picked the Steelers as well. You and Stitch and your 17% of the fans that picked that, you can go over there. I'm going to go ahead and do that. All righty. Uh, Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers. Um, yeah, <laughs> Chargers all day. I went Chargers as well. Um, Patriots at the Cowboys. I can't believe Dallas lost to Arizona, but I'm more surprised that Arizona won, if that makes sense, as far as how good their team is playing. Yeah, they're trying. So I'm going to say Dallas in this game because Mac Jones is trash. I'm going to pick the Patriots. Just kidding. I went Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I went Cowboys. And do you think, uh, even though New England's one and two, do you think if they go really, really bad, Bill Belichick quits? Or, like, by quits, I mean... Retires? ...is told to respectfully get the frick out. No. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. He hasn't made the playoffs since Tom Brady left, so it's kind That's of... That's what I mean. It's kind of uh, like... They're like, hey, Tom, or hey, Bill, we really want to move on, and you either can do this respectfully or... Yeah. Are you talking about, like, at the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah, like at the end oh. of the year. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe. Yeah, maybe. He probably retires. Year, yeah. Yep. Kind of weird. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49er treat. Uh, just give me the 49ers. I don't think we need to talk about this one. No. Yeah, the 49ers. Unless the Cardinals decides to pull one out of our butt again. It's just very well, possible, just man. Might, bro. This could be a possible thing, man. A little sleeper pick here. If they do it, if they do it this week. If they do it this week, then, then I'll start talking about the Arizona Cardinals more. <laughs> Dobbs for comeback player of the year. Um, <laughs> they never even had an injury. Just nobody ever ruled him in. Why do the Chiefs have the easiest schedule in the world? Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs at the Jets. What the frick? They were like, this is going to be a good game. Uh, Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. The Chiefs are just being like, oh, yeah, you can have easy schedules Super Bowl champions everybody everybody, especially with also Taylor Swift take I love Taylor Swift don't get me wrong okay but but what I'm about to say is that whole relationship between him her and Kelsey is taking away from the game of football the first Uh, I know the first question the the first question 
Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Like, show her once and be like, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift's in town. Then shut up. But no, everybody had to talk about it. The first question Patrick Mahomes gets asked when the game is over. Oh, so Taylor Swift's in the stadium. Did you feel a lot of pressure? No, bitch, I won two Super Bowls, played in three. But, of course, I had to get Travis the ball. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know. You should ask her. Does she feel pressure? I'm, We're in the building. I'm just saying, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, let's not, let's be... Let's be real here, and it's, this is a game of football. It's not a game of relationships. Damn it! I'm gonna go Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs on that one. I'm feeling 22. Um, <laughs> Seattle, Seattle Seahawks at the New York Giants. Oh man, uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, that's Monday night, dude. That's it. Man, well, the NFL's so weird. It man. is, dude. It really is. And I don't know how many games I have where I can try to get up on you guys, but. That Packers Lions game, I picked the Bills over the Dolphins. I kind of want to pick the Bears over the Broncos, dude. I kind of do. I kind of do. But I'll leave it as is. I will text you guys if I decide to take any changes. I guarantee that doesn't happen. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I will say that um, I reserve the right to change these picks before Sunday's games. <laughs> That's fine. Mm-hmm. You just gotta let us know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the the tracker that we use will tell you too as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it should be a fun week. I just I hate losing, but I've gotten to be okay with it <laughs> as I as I've gotten yeah. older. I, I don't get so mad anymore. Yeah. Um. I just I just try to keep it honed in, man, and realize it's just a game. And uh, of course, we as fans want our team to win. And I still am going to hold out hope. I love this team. I really do. I love it with all my heart, and I believe in this team, and I think that we can turn it around, and I really hope we do. I think there's some things that, yeah. as a coach, I think of this team, I would uh, that, that that would piss me <clears throat> off if I was the coach in there, if I was a manager, if I was in there making calls. Mm-hmm. And on that last drive, when the coach hands us the win, I sure as excuse my French, sure as fuck, would have not given Alexander Madison the ball for two plays yeah. to win the game. Yeah. Um, he's the most fumbling guy we've got on the team. And and I'm, and I whether he still plays on the team, whether it's been accidents, ball security stuff, I would have been like, we can work on this stuff another time, and now is not that time. Yeah. And we've got star receivers. Yeah. I say receivers because what we do. We do. And we have a star tight end. Mm-hmm. And we have a great quarterback, and I'm gonna try to call play that involves all four of them. Yeah, a meaning three receivers and a and a tight end, mm-hmm. and you can't tell me one of them's not gonna be open out of three plays. Yep. And Kirk Cousins, get you know, Kirk Cousins out of the pocket, dart this ball through the end zone if nobody's open. Get him out try of the pocket. Again. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, like you said, Matt, get him out of the pocket, get him, get him a bootleg yep. play right there, man. Bootleg play, and you're kind of running, you know. And if it's not there, throw the ball away. You live to live, you know, you live to yep. win another play. Uh, somebody's going to be open in the back of the end zone. Somebody will, yes, yeah. or for sure, you know, throw a freaking fade route in the first, the first time, fade or, route to Justin Jefferson, or get everybody running to the right. Guess who's not expecting to be running into the end zone? CJ Ham. Kirk Cousins. Oh, that too. 
Last hey, person you expect dude, to go dog-legging off into the end zone. A misdirection Kirk play. Freaking cousins. A misdirection play. You got the bootleg to the right. You're looking at JJ. You're looking at TJ, right? But nobody's looking at CJ Ham in the flat going over to the left. Boom, that ball. I know you're throwing across the field, but guess who's open? CJ Ham. Guaranteed. Yeah. Ham's got hands yeah. on him, too. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's a Madden play. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yeah. like but- Yeah, and then yeah, my final take on this game and everything that's kind of gone on this season. Uh play calling has to get better. Yeah. Um uh clock management has to get better. The biggest thing with Kirk Cousins is don't wait like cuz he was like, "Oh, I was trying to get the play from the coach." It's like you're 35 years old. You're a quarterback. Get up there, spike the ball go talk to your coach right and then draw up a play um it just seems like sometimes he just gets like too flustered and he's like okay what do we do and then like on that play they were all just standing around i was like well let's go we gotta get going you know it's just like it's just like he has to be a little bit better leader in my opinion of getting people to the line and uh you know if his coach if he can't hear his coach which that's such like a that was such like a bullshit line in my opinion. Like, oh, the crowd noise was too loud. I was like, dude, come on. You're 35 years old. If the crowd noise is too loud, go up there, spike the ball, let it calm down a well, little yeah, bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it comes down to experience. You've done this a lot of times, dude. Get up there. and Yeah. Also, yeah, it's, all, he's not a rookie quarterback. <laughs> all things considered, TJ Hawkinson should have caught that ball. Even though that was a dart, I hate that hitch route. And I've talked to Brandon about this. I hate that hitch route with... In in such a short yardage situation, that hitch route is trash because it's so easy to get jumped on, so easy to cause a tip ball, which happened, or an interception, or a pick six. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate hitch routes in that close of a vicinity. Dude, get the ball out of the pocket. Get the ball in the out on the out zone. You know yeah, what I mean? like, and, the, and I Caleb know. Evans has to make that play. I know it's a hard play, but he has to make that play. I know it got kind of unlucky where it hit off his helmet and stuff, but it hits you in the hands, bro. Like, yeah, well, at least knock it down, right? You know, if, mm-hmm. you know. Well, like, if we if he does get that interception, it's pretty much we win that game. We win the yeah. game. Yep. It's a it's yep. a difference, man. But all right, yeah. well we're zero three. We're zero three for a reason. Uh, we can't. Uh, we can't. Uh, we can't make excuses. It's no excuses, just results. Time to buck up. Time to clean mm-hmm. up these mistakes and make it happen. And I think we. I think we will, gentlemen. Here's to week four. It's time to go beat some panther ass. Saw <laughs> <laughs> about your panthers. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch BJ and Matt Mike Onahay. And to here's to week four. Score! Score! Vikings, let's win this game. Score! Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up. Fight, 
Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Hewson, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.